Hi, John Kuzma from EndZoneBlog.com's Across the Middle Show. We're going to talk about the games that took place yesterday. We'll start with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, I thought Cincinnati had a shot coming into this game just because they've been so surprising up to this point. Um, but Kansas City handled uh, the Bengals pretty convincingly. The score was 45-10, to 10, and Kareem Hunt had a heck of a day. Um Hunt was spectacular uh, running and catching the football. By the end of the night, the second-year tailback had amassed three touchdowns and combined for 141 yards from scrimmage. Everything that made Hunt the league's leading rusher last season was showcased in this win. Whether that's power, agility, athleticism, or vision, Cream Hunt has it all, and the Chiefs had to be excited about uh, him picking up the pace a little bit. You know, Hunt just... Look good uh, in whatever the Chiefs offense asked him to do. Um, just, you know, a very, very uh, powerful runner. Um, at one point, he, he was trucking people, jumping over defenders, just doing it all. Then, obviously, catching the ball in the backfield, too, showing he can make an impact uh, in that phase of the game phase of the game so just a very versatile player I really don't see him all as an all the time uh, receiver out of the backfield but when he's on obviously he can do it all and I think this is huge for the Chiefs because um, having him put it all together gives this team a chance to potentially beat New England later on in the postseason because we all know uh, those two teams are probably going to end up in the AFC Championship game against one another. So uh, if Kareem Hunt really takes his game to the next level, um, that's just another weapon that uh, the Patriots have to deal with. Obviously, he was there uh, on the field um, last game against the Patriots, but they need him to really get back to that top form that he was last season. And... uh, provide a a presence on the ground that New England has to worry about but in this game he he turned up he showed exactly why he's such a explosive running back and why uh, Cincinnati had their hands full with him Um, you know he he's just a player that gives this offense uh, another option you know we know the passing game is gonna handle itself but if Hunt can win on the ground um, like he did last year. Obviously, that's much better for this organization, and everything kind of falls into place from there. You know, the other uh, key factor in this game was obviously uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, the most electrifying player in football, threw for 358 yards, four touchdowns, and one interception. There's no doubt that Mahomes is the most crucial piece to Kansas City's success and hands down the best quarterback Reed has ever had. The Arrowhead faithfuls can only go as far as Patrick Mahomes takes him, and right now it looks like that could be all the way to the Super Bowl. You know, Andy Dalton wasn't nearly as impressive as Mahomes was. You know, uh, Andy Dalton threw for... 148 yards, one touchdown, and one interception, um, cooling off at the worst possible time. You know, Dalton's usually better than that. He's been actually lights out this year, so just a bad time to uh, not um, have anything going on. 
and that really costs um, Cincinnati. But regardless, even if he did have a big game, they weren't going to beat the Chiefs because the Chiefs are just putting up, you know, 40 points. Usually you don't lose when you're scoring 40 points. Um, but outside of Dalton, A.J. Green did play well, hauling, hauling in 117 receiving yards. Uh, but no one else of the Bengals' offense stepped up. There's no way to beat the Chiefs unless you can match their high-scoring output. Like I said, uh, the Chiefs score 40 points a game. Usually the Bengals are good for 20 or 30 points, but they sputtered in this heavyweight bout. You know, Defensively, Kansas City was led by Chris Jones, who had a good night with three tackles, one sack, and two TFLs. Ron Parker also had uh, a pick six and uh, one tackle. So um huge night for him, and he's showing he can be a playmaker no matter how big the stage is. So uh, Kansas City's definitely hoping for more from Ron Parker, a guy that's uh, really starting to come along. Remember the name because uh, it seems like he's here to stay. And, you know, if he keeps making plays like last night, things are going to go well for him. On the other side of the ball, Sean Williams was really impressive for uh, the Bengals. Uh, he had 12 tackles and interception. Jesse Bates also had 12 tackles, but, you know, Cincinnati was outgunned. You know, there's no doubt the Chiefs are capable of uh, going on a deep playoff run. It'll, it'll most, like I said, it'll most likely come down to them in New England. Um, this next half of the season needs to be finding, uh, needs to be about finding a way to surpass the Patriots when it matters the most if you're Kansas City. Obviously, getting Cream Hunt involved and finding other ways to uh, utilize his abilities is one of the most key uh, factors for them. You know, I like that they were throwing to him and uh, just dialing up other ways uh, to feed him the football. Um, that's what it's going to take. Just really for Kansas City, it's about learning more about yourself if you're the Chiefs and uh, just add in a few new wrinkles that hopefully can put you over the top you know football is a game of adjustments and uh we'll see if uh kansas city can adjust from here to the playoffs um because they're gonna have real shot to come out of the afc this year and represent that conference in the super bowl but uh they have to keep getting better from the looks of it uh they are and um the future is definitely bright for this football team the other topic we have is uh, lightning in London. Um, Phillip Rivers and the Chargers hold on late in the game, knock off the Titans 2019. So the Chargers and the Titans head over to Wembley uh, Stadium in Wembley, London. And the Chargers started off hot. Um, that first half, you know, Phillip Rivers was hitting passes to uh Tyrell Williams I think they scored on the very first passing play to be honest um Tyrell Williams uh Keenan Allen those guys were doing a great job of catching everything uh Philip Rivers throws their way um by halftime the score was 10 to 6 you know it seemed like uh Rivers was always finding his receiver in stride or finding his receiver for a first down um those plays really helped uh, Los Angeles get over the hump in this contest. You know, when the game was done, Rivers had thrown for 306 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. Um, Tyrell Williams was the top uh, receiver for the Bolts. He hauled in 118 yards and one TD. 
Uh, Keenan Allen chipped in 72 receiving yards and came up with uh, some crucial first downs along the way. Mike Williams also got in on the scoring action with a 55-yard touchdown. You know, Tennessee, they just couldn't match uh, L.A.'s passing output, and that really handicapped them. However, you know, if there was one good thing for the Titans, they were much better at running the ball than the Chargers, and that gave Tennessee a chance to win the game late in the fourth quarter. Thanks to several big runs from Deion Lewis, Tennessee was able to come within one point of tying things up. Uh, Mike Vrabel decided to go for a two-point conversion in hopes of uh, a victory, but that didn't end up working for them. There was a penalty on that play, though, and the Titans actually got another shot at an extra point attempt, you know, because uh, the, the Titans scored late in the game. They're trailing by one point, 20 to 19. Uh, Vrabel goes for it, doesn't get it. There's a flag, though, so they get another attempt. So what's Mike Vrabel do? He decides to go for two again. Um uh, the Titans didn't get it again, and uh, that ended up being the game. Um, L.A. pulls it out in a uh, narrow victory, and th- uh, the defensive players in this game that really stood out, you know, Denzel Perriman and Melvin Ingram had a great day for the, the Chargers. Perriman had eight tackles and one interception. Ingram was also tough with... Five tackles, one sack, and one TFL. Jalen Brown and Logan Ryan were the top defenders for the Titans. Brown put up seven tackles, one sack, and one TFL. Ryan ended up with five tackles and did a good job in pass coverage. You know, Suddenly the Chargers are emerging as a legitimate contender in the AFC. Everyone had high expectations for this team coming into the season, but it's a whole different thing to go out there and manifest those dreams into reality. Uh, it's just so much harder to do. Anybody can say, oh, this team is going to go and do this or that, but to actually go out there and make it happen, um, so difficult to do in the National Football League. And the Chargers, you know, they're making it happen uh, each week, so um, give them a lot of credit, 5-2 and two at this point. They've done all this without Joey Bosa, so... Philip Rivers, Melvin Ingram, and the leaders of that team deserve a ton of praise. And when they get Bosa back, they're really going to be dangerous. So look out for Los Angeles. Uh, I do believe they're going to get in this year, and nobody wants to play this team. Uh, that's all I have today. Check out EnzoBlog.com. Also check out our Twitter, at NFL. I appreciate it. Have a great day.